Stories can only be told truthfully by um, people who was there. Any reason? One party is more favored over another. Their version of the story is the truth. You see how that shit works? Is it me? man i performed that for the first time on october 2nd in la at the end of our um the noir show black flag show and um man like halfway through that verse i got emotional you know what i mean mm. i was able to get the whole thing off but like just that moment within itself was like surreal definitely man and i knew I knew prior to releasing that project that um me and Rand had something. I knew we had something. That joint flow like water, man. Yeah, it felt good. Listen, we got it done in about a month. Um, me and the way me and Rand worked together, you know what I'm saying. Everything just fell in line. You know what I'm saying. It didn't take much effort at all. Um, wow. You, you kind of know everything falling in place like you send something off the feature come back in two days this that and the third everything just clicked like every time like it's like the whole time we did that project the stars was aligned like the whole process even even on some last minute shit like you know boom let's do this i want to get ace on on this boom uh 45 minutes later ace on like yo check your mail that type of shit. That's my brother, though. So, you know what I'm All saying? day, man. Yo, yeah, that's, that's the greatest feeling, that's brother. Yeah, that's how we work with each other. Hey, son, sent me something right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to get it done and, and get in the studio. We're going to get that shit to ASAP. ASAP. That's the only way to be, man. But, yo, folks, man, that voice we hear right now is Mav. Yo, we want to welcome to Let's Chop It Up with Zaz. We got my man Mav today. What's going on, fam? Peace, beloved. What's good? Oh, man. Everything is amazing, man. I appreciate you taking the time out to come on the show today, man. Thank you for having me. But I got to start with this, my brother. 
you know, in Spanish, they say you got to take you got to take the food. If, if, if you're cooking a lot of food and you have someone that's coming to the house, but they're not getting to the house by the time the, the food is getting served. My parents yeah. will always say we got to keep his food apart, take his or her food out. So when they right. get here, they'll have something to eat. Good. You feel me? Now that's you, good. my brother, to you, from me to you in hip hop, that's how I feel about you. You oh, know what wow. I mean? I appreciate that. I truly appreciate that, bro. The way you carry yourself, man. Even when I reach out to you, I've reached out to you many times and your responses has always been positive and very genuine. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when you act like that, you know, you you could do anything, man, because anybody would who wouldn't want to work with you? Who wouldn't want to do something done business wise, music wise, whatever the case is, personal relationship, anything. You Yo, know, a young man hit me today and was like, listen, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to call you Unc. And this is why I'm going to call you. He said, this is why I'm going to call you Unc. He was like, my mother always would tell me, if you can't get nothing out of the music that you listen to, because I'm assuming that his mom isn't really the biggest fan of hip hop. She said that if you can't get anything out of the music that you're listening to, you shouldn't be listening to it. And um, <clears throat> he played her Breakfast at Sue's. And I'm I'm assuming that he was giving her a breakdown of what he was taking from. Now, you know, on Breakfast at Sue's, I'm all over the place. I'm talking about some personal stuff. I'm talking about some wild stuff. You know what I'm saying? But this kid was sharp enough to pick the jewels out of these out of mm. these songs and present them to his mom. He was like, yo, you like one of the only names my mom speak when it comes to music. I said, bro, you don't understand how humble I am. And you can definitely call me Unc. <laughs> you could definitely call me Unc. You know what I'm saying? I said, yo, that's humbling, bro. That's humbling. A lot of people don't know, man, you know, just because you don't sell millions of records don't mean nobody listening to you. Real talk. Real talk. Watch what you say. And this goes to everybody. You know, they watch us, you know, and, and, you know, me, myself, I try to carry myself the most positive way I can. I show love to everybody, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the only way to be, you know, I don't know no other way to be, but uh, yeah, man, we, we need to really, as grownups, we have to really watch what we say because these kids are listening, man. You know, they took the jewels from your, from your album, right? From music. And, and made took a case. It, made a case for me. And now you and now his mom's like, y'all gotta hear, man. <laughs> you know, that it, be, it becomes you know, it becomes an infinity. You well, know, I said, listen, when I give mom Duke's approval, you already know it's up from there. It is up. So tell us, man, how you how you keep that charisma, that that drive, the the way you carry yourself and 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 your presence, man, because because it's like you're there, you're you're always there. You know what I mean? It's like you always there, and when you're there, you represent. That was the you plan. Know? Yeah, believe it or not, that was that was the plan. I used to play the background a lot, um, purposely, purposely. But um, 
at some point I figured, you know what I'm saying, it was time for me to at least, you know what I'm saying, stake my claim. I needed to stick the flag in it. I wanted to be one of the ones holding the flag when we stuck it in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, the plan was always to be, I don't have to be the topic of the conversation, but I'm always, for the last X amount of years, I'm always part of the conversation. And that's that's all it takes. That's all it takes for me. I'm not greedy. I take, I take what's for me. You know what I'm saying? I keep everything that I kill, but I take what's for me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to be the topic of, of, the, of the conversation as long as I'm a part of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get a mention. And with that being said, I'm right where I need to be. I'm always on pace. Always, man. Always represent. You know what I mean? Now, when it when it comes to like working with a producer, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, with you, because of the way you are, you you can mesh with pretty much anybody and make it magic. I, I can, but I don't. And sometimes, believe it or not, I don't on purpose. I pay attention to the conversations that um, me and producers have. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes you'll be dealing with a producer and, you know what I'm saying? I know they have this, the same issues with, with artists as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely not a one-sided street. Um, but sometimes you'll be dealing with a producer and they'll be talking about like all of these different numbers, this, that, and the third, but I'm looking and I'm listening. I'm thinking to myself, like, like no disrespect, but what are we talking those numbers for? You ain't never did no numbers. You see what I'm saying? They just, and, and to me, that seemed like, I get it. You know, I'm gonna do some numbers. So you're just looking for the bag. And I might work with you, but we might be working for forever. Whereas opposed to, you know what I'm saying? Another producer, it just truly, truly be about getting some dope shit done and everything move like water. And of course, we're going to get to the bag, but we talk to the, we, we talk about that when, you know what I'm saying? When we finish the work. Let's put the work in first. Yeah. Motherfuckers be wanting to talk about the bag. What we, I already know what we could potentially do. I know what I could do by myself. So I already know what we can potentially do, but like, let's focus on the work. Let's yeah. focus on the work. Look, I got, I got like a, a shitload of songs done, some dope features and everything. But um, with that being said, there's like no real um, structure to it. You know what I'm, that's a turn off to me. Like I won't just put a bunch of loose shit. I never want my shit to sound like a bunch of loose tracks. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, for me, I got a formula to it. Like, and I feel like that formula ain't out. So, like, that shit for me is, even though it's as dope as some of the shit is on there, it's nowhere near, you know what I'm saying, being put into to play any place. Any place. Like, I take that when it's time for me to do a project and present it, like, that's, I take that shit serious. And I'm not, I'm never really in a rush. That, the chemistry will make it make it flow but like i'm never really in a rush i got niggas i've been working with for two years and i still me personally because things ain't where they need to be for me as far as you know what i'm saying the the thinking that goes into everything i'm nowhere near done nowhere near I'm, done. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said all that man because you know i i feel the same way when it comes to that like i, I was brought up like you gotta work you got to work in order to get rewarded, right? 
That's the hard, that that's the hard way. Not, nothing come, I mean, let's be honest, nothing comes easy for us, man. You know, it really doesn't. You know, we got to bust our asses to get what we want. And I'm okay that's with that. But when I meet another, when I meet another person that's doing the same as me, that's busting their ass just like I am, what can we get together and work, son? Let's get, make it right. And let's promote Absolutely. it. Let's promote it together the same way. Not me. And then, you know, you know, like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? I see. I was looking at your page today on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I saw that your profile picture was Riggs. Absolutely. And I said, wow. Yeah, that's the latest project. It came out from my camp. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when your body work is up, that's what that avatar should be. Like, that's what I should be pushing. When when he, when he, Whenever he dropped the video, it didn't matter whether it was a video that featured me or video that featured somebody else, video with my own streets or whatever. I feel like, yo, when you take, like, certain shit go without say. Like, nobody has to call me and tell me, yo, Mavericks getting ready to drop, switch your avatar, this, that, and the third. Like, I kind of disregard you when somebody has to coach you through that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people know how to be on a team, but really don't know how to be teammates. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not just speaking about my team. I'm talking about teams, period. But, like, nigga, get to the end of the bench. We got this. <laughs> we got this. Like, Ain't I know that this the damn truth. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody should know their job. You should know your job. You know what I'm saying? You know what your strengths are. You know what your weaknesses are. You know what I'm saying? Your strengths, your weaknesses, lean on your brother to get, get that strength. You know what I'm saying? When I say shit like that, sometimes people don't really get what I'm saying. Ain't and that's the truth. Yeah, you get it. You get it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. Talking to a guy on my team, I'm talking to a guy, somebody else sick. Like, yo, this, whatever your strengths are, you exploit them shits. You ever know somebody that's really, really good at some shit? And then they'd be like, yeah, I got bored with it. So I decided that, you know, I got bored with playing a violin, even though I was a world-class violinist. So I figured I'd take up piano. No, go fucking nuts with that violin. Go nuts with the violin. Yeah. There's nuts levels, there's violin. levels, man. Yeah, absolutely. Push it to the limit. And that's, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? My strengths, um, you know what I'm saying? I exploit them. Whatever my weaknesses are, I find ways to, you know what I'm saying, be creative, to be smart. You know what I'm saying? I'm not as fast as the young guys anymore, so I play the angles. So I'm going to still make the tackle. I'm going to still make the hit. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at math. I play the angles. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, man, Every everything you drop is is a jewel, man. You know, yeah, yeah. The Jones you did with Hobgoblin, you know, them, them, them Jones, the chemistry there is crazy, though, man. Like, yeah, man, Hop's got some shit. We, we actually got uh, the Redux in the works. It's, um, it's actually in production now. So, like, you know what I'm saying? At some point, you're going to get the Angels and Demons Redux project, which is um, Angels and Demons 1 on steroids. <laughs> We got like we got like six extra tracks. Um, it's gonna have more visuals, and plus, like anybody who get a physical copy of it, you are gonna get the bonus bonus tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeesh. Which are yeah. So you know what I'm saying. And all you gonna get like sixteen, seventeen joints, joint with um AR fifteen. 
joint with a teller, not teller banks. I'm sorry, man, teller got some other shit. Jamil Honesty. Um, oh, wow. So got Mooch on there. You know what I'm saying? We did some shit. As a matter of fact, I got Eddie Kane on there. And um, I got another feature. Like, yo, it's, it's crazy because it's already done. So um, as fast as I got it in the production, which, again, was never a rush, I just finished up some shit with Chook. So that's why I'm like, yo, that's why I seem like I'm like, yeah, I got such and such on there, yada, yada, because I just, I just finished the project uh, a couple of weeks back. Wow, nice, man. Yeah, you, you always roll it out right, though, man. I like I like how you guys roll it out, man. Listen, you roll out yourself. Yeah, the rollout important. I feel like when we um when we rolled Sue's out, we we did that and made it to where if your rollout ain't right, it don't really matter like how dope your music is. Your shit's still gonna be forgettable, and it's it's only gonna be forgettable because you didn't do it right. Like you, you took the shortcut. You know what I'm saying? Um, we used a we used a particular strategy that was gonna continue to bring you back to Sue's. I had niggas posting pancake emojis last week. Sue's dropped in October last year. Yeah. And they still <laughs> that joke, but, but, but yo, it don't feel like it though. Yeah, right. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Yep, when you do it right, that's how it's supposed to be. Cause you always go back, and that album cover's crazy. <laughs> that album cover's like, yo, yo. <laughs> listen, man, that album cover is, is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out Ivan Merlin for that. Stantmaster mm. Arson, he did that artwork. Um, when I was looking for cover art, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something a little funky, so I called um, Uncle Tim from the UK, I hollered at him and was like, yo, listen, I need to get some shit done along the lines, you know, a little abstract, but at the same time, kind of straightforward, something along the lines of um, Uncle Doofus. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll point you in the direction. And he sent me to Stabmaster Arson. Mm. After Stabmaster Arson did the um, Breakfast at Sue's cover work, you seen that type of art popping up everywhere. So it's as beautiful as it is to me, it's like, damn, like I can never go back to that well. I know. Yeah, I can never go back to that well. That's how I am with shit. I don't want, I don't want all of the same niggas that's on everybody's shit on my shit. I don't want the same artwork from everybody else. So like once I feel I feel like it's like the prettiest girl shit. Everybody want the prettiest girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the prettiest girl pop up. I feel like Breakfast at Sue's was the prettiest girl. You know what I'm saying? Listen, niggas might have slept on Uncle Doofus, but for me, it didn't matter who artwork was what. Uncle Doofus was the prettiest girl. You know what I'm saying? And I let Uncle Doofus sit forever and then holler that. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Tim. And was like, yo, boom, whoever did that artwork, like, I need him, bro. And it's like, yeah, fuck that. Like, a lot of niggas don't know. Uncle, Uncle Tim do a lot of shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes, like he part of my my team when it comes to me putting a project out and everything. So he do a lot of shit. So definitely got to give him his props, but he pointed me in the right direction. But like once he did that and that shit was like public, like you've seen you've seen artwork start changing left and right. Like a lot of that oh, it's true, like, though. Like, it's true, though. I was like, yo, this shit fire. 
I like his artwork. I like his artwork, but I could never go back and work with Stan Master Arson again. You know what I'm saying? Not on no, not on no music artwork or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But definitely big him up just because like he, he likes super, super popular now. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Not saying that I'm the one who, who did that or me and Rand did that. But what I am saying is I'm sure we were the inspiration. Yeah, inspiration. Behind a lot definitely. of niggas knew him before I did. They knew him before, they were familiar with him before me. But nobody was popping up like that. And then all of a sudden it was shit was popping up left and right. And I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But that's that's you know, the kind yo, that's the kind of artwork, man, that that you could just do your whole wall like that, bro, and come in every absolutely. day and look at that. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Are you gonna bro, put them on canvas? Listen, I'm gonna put them on canvas, but being that like the breakfast that schools run is not over, but it's over. Okay. And um, believe it or not, I didn't even get all of the artwork that I was supposed to get from um Statmaster. Because I was supposed to get like I was I was putting alternate artwork out for every artist that was on the project so it was going to be like several alternate covers you know what i'm saying that was going to continue to pop up and we got like three in and um i'm not sure what um maybe it was all of that other artwork that he, he was doing that was popping up you know what i'm saying it kind of got yeah he went all out they started he started they started so, yeah, dropping stuff left um, and right yeah Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, I'm, I'm. They're gonna be, you know, canvases. And I, what I was gonna do, believe it or not, what I was gonna do was after I got all of the artwork back that had features for, you know, that featured everybody that was on the project. It was all supposed to make one big picture, like all. It was gonna be one big diner scene. So you got, you got the original, which is me at the table by myself. The second one has me and Spanish Rand in the diner having a shootout. The next one has Tree Mason and Aldo, you know what I'm saying, going nuts in the diner. The <laughs> next one after that was supposed to have, um, I want to say, Asun, Riggs, and uh, UFO Fever on it. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was going to be like one big picture when they all came together. But I was going to... Um, like do raffles and ghetto shits to like you know what I'm saying mm. some of the fans you know what I'm saying but they were gonna be metal oh they were be metal right so they'll last right. forever then absolutely absolutely yeah they'll last you know forever that's that's a hell of a marketing scheme bro <laughs> man listen yo see <laughs> talk your shit I'm man to, talk your shit man have a team that's like right there you know what I'm saying so that way you can get everything done. You kind of got a little bit of that Geppetto in you. You can really pull the strings and make everything happen. Because when it's out of your hands, no matter how successful, to me, no matter how successful it is, it's a failure. It's yeah. a failure. So with Breakfast at Sewell's being, you know what I'm saying, probably my most successful project, it's a failure in other areas because this was supposed to happen and this did not happen. You know what I'm saying? And when okay. that doesn't happen, you kind of take the life away from 
You know what I'm saying? What the vision is all together. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? On the outside looking in, it's like, yo, that shit crazy. Like I said, niggas putting pancake emojis up last week. That's that's, that's a good thing. That's some fly shit, man. I know every time I go back and listen to it, I'm like, it feels like new, man. Yeah, they had no idea though it was supposed to be so much more, you know what I'm saying, to it. And that was out of my hands, out of Rand's hands. It's like you really need all parties that are involved, whether it's business-wise or not. Like you need them to fulfill, you know, what needs to be fulfilled in order for everything to truly be a success. And, you know, sometimes that shit, like I said, it's out of your hands. You don't really get to pull somebody else's strings. You know, either they can do it or they can't do it. Or, you yes. know what I'm saying, maybe, maybe my ideas may be a little too much or maybe a little too big for certain people and it just don't don't work out it's like yo this nigga stressing me out he want now i gotta draw three more niggas <laughs> you know what i'm saying and yeah yeah do another one you know what i'm saying like whoa yeah but that's nah, how but people not- rock man they they feel like that one time that's it yeah it's like one and done that's it i might need you 10 times yep i might need you 10 times you know what i'm saying like for every for every release we already know I'm, the, I'm part of the cloth, so that's my initial team. But like for every release, there are several people that have absolutely nothing to do with the music that was produced that I use as uh, another team to give me what I need as far as my presentation and all of that other stuff. Like I feel that's important. It's a rollout, man. Absolutely. It's a rollout because I think artists get too much intact we're just making the music that they forget everything else around it. They don't, you know, they don't know. I, I honestly, they don't know, you know, they don't know marketing. They don't know, you know, how to market themselves, put themselves out there, you know, and, and you, you know, Mav, they ain't no shortcuts to this, man. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. Listen, you can put out a project and it don't matter if you rap better than me or any of that shit. I don't ever pay attention to that anyways, because I know what I can do, but, if you don't do all that other shit, I promise you should have died way before my shit died. And it's just because you don't do what need to be done. Yeah. And you, you make can't just rap. like you can't just rap no more. No, 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 no. There's a lot to it, man. There's a lot to mm-hmm. it. You know? But you know, you you make music that's timeless too. I appreciate hearing that, bro. You know, so you can always go back, you know, and listen to the music and and be like, yo, this joint still feel like it's yesterday. You know what I mean? That's, believe it or not, man, me and Rand had had the project done for a year before we even, you know what I'm saying, put it out. And we stayed away from it, didn't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? For me, the fun part was doing all of the extra shit that had to be done when it was time to release the project. So that's what I was focusing on during that time, as well as still doing, you know, features and doing my other work. Yeah. But um, yeah, you you can't just it ain't just about rapping no more, man. You gotta what else you got? Yeah, motherfucker might not even buy your project for the raps. Motherfucker might be like, yo, I just want the stickers. I know the nigga can rap. He always rapping. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. I got expectations of them, but I want those stickers that come with his project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want they, this. They, they need that. an attachment, man. They need to be yeah, attached to want. their artist. Yeah. To their favorite artist. You know what I mean? Real talk. Yeah, man. Something yeah. everybody can't have. So everybody's not going to have. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody can have the digital download. Listen, with, with the Redux project, if you don't get a physical, you don't get those bonus songs. Those bonuses aren't on the actual album. They come separately. So if you don't get a physical, you can't have them. You can't have them. <laughs> you, can't have them. Hey. you might know somebody who got them and they might share them with you, but like you don't get to have them. And some people are going to be like, yo, I got the OG version. I'm going to get the, the Redux version because I want those extra six songs. But I want to get a physical version of it because I want those songs that everybody's not going to have. So a motherfucker who might get the extra six songs just by purchasing the Redux version in digital, he has no idea. Yeah. Pardon me. He has no idea that he ain't getting um he ain't getting the other songs. He's getting the other songs on there. Yeah, he ain't getting those. That's not how that works. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. The greatest feeling in the world is to get your hands because I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. They I, I get albums for days. Mm-hmm. My email be filled to the rim with albums that don't come out till months later, but I get I get that hookup, right? Right. So it, it felt like back. It feels like back in the day when you, uh, you know, when I, when I used to live in New York, because that's where I'm from. I used to go to this place called Bates. Get some white labels. And Bates was 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 there. You could get vinyl, CD, everything. Right. Right. And he will always say he will always say, "Hey, hey, yo, I got this joint. It come out for another week." But to me, another week was a lot. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, let me grab that, John. You know what I mean? And and he'll act like he's doing something special, right? He's passing you the John without nobody seeing you. Like, yo, it was special. It was special, bro. I had a nigga like that at the the foot action back in the day when I was in high school, right? And uh, the foot action was out in in the town of Greece at the the mall out there. And what the kid would do is he'd let me and my man Lohim cop the shoes that was on the coming soon posters you know what i'm saying <laughs> he had let us cop those sets like a couple of weeks early and he'd just be like yo i can't give you the box because the box gotta stay on the shelf back there so it looked like the inventory is what it's supposed to be mm. but i don't need no box you know what i'm saying we just wearing them shits tomorrow yeah so we cop we we show up at the end of the night when the store getting ready to close and we had copped the shoes. And you know what I'm saying? He just put them in a bag for us. And then the next day at school, boom. You know what I'm saying? We wearing the shits that come out like two, three weeks later. You know, and everybody going nuts. How you get them, Jones? You hook me up. Hook me up. Absolutely. And and we can do that, but it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Yeah, exactly. Man, those were the good old days, man. Yo, I can't wait till they stop this... uh, Listen, it's cool and everything, man, but this digital crap got to go away, man. I'm sorry, bro. I feel you. You know, and I think the only people that could stop it is the artists, obviously. You know what I mean? What's up? Listen, I listen to digital shit when I'm traveling. It's convenient, man. It's convenient. I mean, that, then I, you know, and that, that, that's cool because I remember, you know, going through the CDs while I'm driving. Damn. Mm hmm. 
you know, now you just press the button and go, hey, uh, play this for me. You know, it's beautiful. Yep. Yo, you can talk to the dashboard. <laughs> yo, play such and such. Then you hit the button on the, on the, on the steering wheel. Be like, yo, yep. play, play, play this. Play this. Yeah. <laughs> that part. <laughs> you know, but the sound from vinyl and, you know, I, I get vinyls all the time. And when I play it, it's, it's it sounds totally different. Because you got to think about it. it. It goes through different filters before it goes up to the platform. Right. You know, so, you know, it, it's wild, man. But but one day you'll see, man. It's still going to be there, but more physical is going to be more. Uh, people going to want that physical, man. Absolutely. They, they, uh, I think it's just about having something they can touch as opposed to having something that everybody can have. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, moving forward, I ain't putting no more stuff on there. I'm going to just put it physical. That's it. On my personal man, website. I don't blame you. Um, you, know? you know what? When I do, like, when I put something on, like, the DSPs, it truly be, um, it truly be for, like, the reach. Because I had niggas that went to the DSPs because uh, Breakfast at Susan ain't come out on DSP to, like, three weeks after the project. Yeah. And all it did was bring more life because you had the DSP niggas jump on the shit again. So it like it brought more life to it. And I remember one day Riggs hit me and was like, yo, this shit just um landed on like title and all of that shit, right? I was like, yeah. He was like, nigga, Twitter is going crazy right now. He said, You would have thought the shit just came out. I said, Yeah, that was the plan. I want to force feed them. Right? They don't get it. They don't get it when when the physical drop. You don't get it. the DSPs. Ain't get it. They don't get it. Nah, nah, definitely, man. Oh, they gotta wait. The DSP niggas can wait. Look, that's when the niggas who the that's when the niggas who do all of your reviews and shit. You know what I'm saying? You get a few niggas that actually buy the shit to do your reviews, but then you get I call them DSP niggas. It'd be the review niggas because you know damn well they didn't they didn't purchase sixty albums to to review and listen to over the course of the last. You know it's impossible. It's impossible, Absolutely. bro. That's Absolutely. why I do away with that. I don't. I don't even. Yeah. I rather speak to the artist face to face. You know what I mean? Yeah, real shit, real shit. It, it's funny. Like I don't take. I don't take no um none of that shit personal and none of that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But I know that like once the shit hit the DSPs, that's when the review coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, right, here you go. You know what I'm saying? Like yo. yo. When you when you buy my shit, you call it whatever the fuck you want. But I don't even take you serious if you just waited <laughs> until my shit popped up on the DSP, so you can be like, "Well, I feel like this project he did better." Who give a fuck what you feel? You know what I'm saying? Yo, Listen, sticky you fingers, spend man. Your hard-earned money. Now you get to be like, "Yo, I'm a little upset about this shit, man. I like this one." But I don't like this one as much. This, that, and the third. You know what I mean? But if you pay nine dollars a month. And a lot of them should be free at this point. You know what I'm saying? You can pay yeah. money for the upgraded experience. Nigga, you don't get no say. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut that yeah, mouth. Shut the fuck up. You don't get no say. Yo, I always remember, I forgot what, what interview it was, but it was Sticky Fingers. He was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And the ball was bigging him up, man. So he goes, All right, what was the favorite, what was the favorite uh you know song on the album? And the boy was like, uh, 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 uh. he was like, man, get the fuck out of here. He got up and walked off. Listen, I don't, I don't review. I like what I like as a, as an artist, but in most cases, 
I'm not really listening. Um, I'm just coming off of some travel. So during, you know what I'm saying, during my time, you know what I'm saying, in the air, I had put certain shit in the queue to listen to. Um, I listened to Tanner Talk 4. Yes. Um, I, I listened to, to my brother, Eddie Kane shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, to Eddie Kane, man. But like when I'm in work mode, I don't give a fuck who dropped what. I don't listen to none of that shit. I listen in between albums. I listen in between albums. I'm not worried about trying to keep up with the trend or the moderns. I don't give a fuck. If I'm working on something, please don't ask me, did I hear your shit? And there's no disrespect to you, but I promise you I did not. I'm working. Yep. I'm working on my shit. I don't want to be influenced by your shit. I don't want to have something in my head and I'm putting it in in words and writing and shit. And then I got to be like, did I I make that shit up or did I hear that? You know what I'm saying? That's true, man. That is so true. Nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, Yeah. we ain't doing that. I'm heavy influenced on the roots, man. So I can't listen to none of that shit when I'm doing my joint. Hell, I'm not fucking around sound like Erica Badu. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm cooking, man, I ain't listening to nothing. I'm listening to production. And when I feel like um when I feel like I don't never really feel like I hit a brick wall, but when I feel like I'm slowing down, I leave that alone and I go do some um I do some other production. You know what I'm saying? Uh two new, they're not I'm sure they're not new producers, but um they're new to me. Um two guys that um, I just incorporated into, you know, the scheme of things that I do. Okay. Uh, Cell Uno and a kid named Ken Cushion. You know what I'm saying? Just niggas got some sounds, you know what I'm saying? So Oof. when I'm, you know, when I feel like I'm slowing down, when I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Mm, this might've been a 10-9 round in favor of everything <laughs> else. I didn't win this round, you know what I'm saying? I go jump and do some cell uno shit. Or I go write some shit that, you know, concussion. There you go. Then once I record it, it feel like, you know what I'm saying? Or or some Jamil honesty shit. A lot of niggas don't realize Jamil got some beats. Jamil's sick with it. Hmm. And then like after that, I feel good. I feel relieved. And then I go right back to working on whatever that project is. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like I feel like at that point. It's like going outside for recess after lunch. You know what I'm saying? When you was a kid, you could have been tired all day. You get the lunch. You, you know what I'm saying? That's you get your swagger back a little bit. But then once you went outside, I don't know what you was doing outside. Like as I got older, I started doing less outside, but I was doing stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you're a young gun, you know what I'm saying? Listen, where we at? We on the football field. I'm about to run 5,000 yards and score 60 touchdowns before before the whistle blow, before us to go back in to finish the day out. You know what I mean? You come back into school and put your mouth on the on the water fountain. You know what I'm saying? They, they get rejuvenated. Put your say, mouth on the water on fountain. It, on it. You know what I'm saying? It used to taste better when you put your mouth on it. On it. Ain't that something? Yeah. See? Dang, fam. Certain niggas know. And um, shit. You know what I mean? That's how I approach the music. That's how I feel when I jump. You know what I'm saying? When I jump ship for a few minutes, just um, refresh. And I get back to it. They feel brand new again. So, you know what I mean? It's easy to to move forward. Like when I recorded the whole Hoodlum project. 
in the middle of um, if I'm not mistaken, I did that in the middle of um, me and uh, me, Gates and Big Ghost, the Dark Side of Nature joint. Wow. And I had got the features back. So I did that whole project. I recorded that whole project in one day. After that session, it was, um, I sent it to be mixed down and, and mastered. So when As you record, you, you got your own, you got your own recording studio in the house? No, nah, not in the crib. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like company. We won't get shit done here. Listen, half of my niggas ain't never been to my house. Real talk. No, I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same. Yeah, way. I don't do. I'm do. Comedy. I'm the same way. I'm the same yeah, way. I no, mean, but I mean, like for your vocals, though. Do nah, you go to just, a studio? You know we got we got we got a, a team studio. So I just hit I just hit up our engineer, and you know what I'm saying. Me and him get in there. I usually get in. I, I work early, so um, I might be in the studio at eight in the morning. Yo, that's by, what I I love it. Yeah, by noon. Shit, I done been in the studio for four hours. Now I got the rest of the day to do whatever. I got a wife and kids. So, you know what I'm saying? Like rapping all times of night and all that shit just don't really work in, in my favor. Yeah, that shit don't really work for me. You got to stop. Do I go man. to a late session sometimes? Absolutely. Absolutely. But like, shit, I wake up every morning, 4 a.m. Like I'm programmed, 4 a.m. I'm up. Listen, if my engineer was woke at 4, we're going to the studio at, we'd be in the studio by five. Like that work done. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love being in the studio first thing before everybody else. It's quiet. Um, like I'm one of them niggas, like I don't really want all that. No- I don't want niggas making noise and all of that shit. And the older you get, me. the older you yeah, get, the I'm less you like that shit. Ornery. That's the old man shit kicking in. Y'all niggas stop rapping. Stop moving. Stop. What you moving your hands for? You know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I ain't really with all of that. You Yo, know turn that shit off, man. Yeah, <laughs> shit too yeah, loud, dog. Sit, sit still when I'm when I'm working. <laughs> so, it, most cases, if I'm not working with you, you're probably not in the studio with me. You know what I'm saying? Rigs are popping. Um, Mooch are popping. You know what I'm saying? Briefly. But, like, they say something, something to me and go about their business. Rigs are popping. You know what I'm saying? Come in. What up, aunt? Give me a hug. Talk your shit. Go do something. And then bounce but like i'll be in there working just me an engineer That's and i awesome, feel like man. i'm more productive like that you know what i'm saying sometimes even the feature artist that you might have on there might come in there and bring his bullshit in there and then like shit that you normally be able to get done just take way longer yeah it do man word I, definitely I come do. prepared i come prepared you can tell man you're a man you're a man of the business man you know straight up that hey listen if everybody was like that man this industry would be a, a way better place man oh this should be crazy what damn this should be crazy but like uh, one thing i ain't come to do is hang out with you you heard, you heard i ain't i ain't come to hang out with you when i come to hang out with you you're gonna know i came to hang out with you but like if we got work to do i didn't come to hang out with you Let's get the work. Okay. Let's get the work done, man. Let's get the work done. Right. Definitely. We schedule a hangout. Yeah, we schedule a hangout. And yeah, I don't man. Smoke, right? So like I don't smoke. Oh, you don't? So, no. So I don't want I don't really want nobody smoking or none of that shit while I'm in the studio either. Because it fuck with my voice. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. But on like that I'm one. not fun to be in the studio with. <laughs> I'm not, I'm probably I'm probably the least fun person to be in the studio with because like off the rip, I, I don't like to listen to the beat repetitively. 
You know how niggas be like, yo, put the beat on. Oh, no. After I hear it one time, thoroughly all the way through, I don't want to hear it no more. I want it to be absolute quiet. Like if I'm if I'm gonna cook right there on the spot, I might tell tell Speed like yo play that. Once I hear what I need to hear, then I tell him to shut it down. He'd be like yo, I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm like I'm about to go smoke a cigarette or something. This and the third, you know what I'm saying? Just give me that space to right when he come back in. He might come back in, you know what I'm saying? Ten minutes later. So he already know what it is. Yeah, he, listen, Speed been with me. Yo, Speed been in. Speed been in the studio with me more than anybody over the Ooh. course of the last few years. More than anybody. Wow. And he he cloth. He cloth. So you know what I'm saying? He been in the studio with me more than anybody. He recorded Breakfast at Sue's. He recorded Hoodlum. He recorded Dark Side of Nature. You know what I'm saying? Plus he's recorded and produced shit on, you know what I'm saying? The cloth album and, and a lot of other shit. You know what I mean? So what can shit, we expect, speak, man? Let's speak, dude. Man, what you gonna say? Uh, oh no, no, you said what can we expect? Yeah, what can we expect? Man. You what you can expect? Um, Dust <laughs> to Dust Two with Katola. Mm. Um, I don't know if you hit the Dust to Dust One, but um, me and Katola went back in the lab and got D two D two squared away. Um. We Got rigs on there. We got pounds on there. We got Hus Kingpin on there. We got um the young lady Chung on there. A lot of niggas don't know Chung is um is Katola's artist. You know what I'm saying? She making waves right now. And um yeah, we, we bring you Dust to Dust too. We are gonna have some of the same elements from um the original on there. You know he like the king of that narco bolero sound. That's his shit. If you ask me, a lot of niggas can like implement. You know what I'm saying? That narco shit in a joint. Like he from he from Chile. So like that shit in him. You know what I'm saying? It's different from, you know what I'm saying? My homie from Genesee Street who made a beat and just threw them, you know, threw that shit in there. Like that's his culture. So um, you know what I mean? I feel like that's that's truly his sound. You know what I'm saying? Um, after that, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest with me and Shoop. I did that shit in like a, a little over a month. That shit felt good. And Shoop was right there while mm-hmm. it was being done. You know what I mean? A couple of sessions, a um, couple of trips over to the house, uh, make some tweaks. You know what I'm saying? He'll tweak some shit on the fly and be like, yo, how, how you feel about this ending, this, that, and the third? Um, we got um, we got Teller Banks on there on a joint called um, I See Dead People, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. We got Riggs on there. We got Aldo on there. Um, I think somebody else on there too. Don't give me the line though. You know what I'm saying? It's the, oh, matter of fact, yeah, we got Jamil on that. That's the name I mentioned a lot on this on this podcast too. Yo, he's he's, he's, a, he's a problem, man. He is in several different ways. That's my brother though. Me and Jamil, me and Jamil don't talk about music. We don't even talk about music. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you know the relationship. Is, is real. We talk about everything but music. But then when you hear something, you know what I'm saying? You be like, yo, boom, I'm about to send you something. Let me know if you fuck with it. If you do, send me that shit back. You know what I'm saying? When you get a chance with a verse on it, yada, yada. And that shit go both ways. But that's my bro. We talk about everything but music. When it's that's time to do up. some music or I want something done or he wants something done, he just fly that shit through. And that's like, that's the type of relationship I like. Now, of course, it can't always be like that, and it's not going to always be like yeah. that. But like, there's a there's a a handful 
a guys that can hit me right now and be like, yo, boom, I got this joint. I want to send it through. And based on like who you are and not who you are status wise, but based on who you are, as far as who I am to you, then that's like, yo, we don't, we don't talk, we ain't talking about no bread or none of that shit. Nigga, send it through. And as soon as I get in the studio, I get that shit knocked out for you. You know what I'm saying? But then there's other guys. And again, don't matter who you are. Yeah, like, yeah, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? That shit all sound nice. But like, let's talk to business. And the reason why we talking to business is because niggas don't really want to make uh, good music with you. Niggas be, niggas be looking for conquests. You know what I'm saying? It'd be, it'd be like little hidden shit. You know, wow. niggas have other, other agendas and shit. So, like, if you're looking for the conquest, nigga, yeah, send that bread over and I'll get that shit knocked out for you. But, like, I ain't no conquest. I ain't going to make it easy for you. I ain't going to make it fun for you. Yeah, nigga, that's, like, that's... You finish doing whatever you're doing. You scrape that money up. You know, you send it over. You get that taken care of for you. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's that. Uh, no, I definitely feel you on that one, man. Definitely feel you on that <laughs> one. But that's good, man. Man, we appreciate you coming by, brother. And, um, Man, we're gonna have to bring you back for a part two, man. Listen now, man. We we covered shit, but we ain't we ain't even really scratched the surface. So listen, man, whenever you got time, you know, hit me up. I got time, we'll figure it all out and we get it done for you. That's that's what we're gonna do, man. That's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do a part two because I got a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about. And um, you know, we we're gonna keep it, we're gonna keep it fresh like that. So what this for everybody, man. We we did this gonna be the part one right here, and then we'll record the part two. We'll, we'll set that up as soon as we get off of here, and then uh, we'll we'll put two the two parts out because I ain't get it's to good. scratch. I ain't get to talk See? about nothing. That... <laughs> Yo, that's what the first when time men, ever, bro. When men talk, though, you know what I'm saying. Listen, <laughs> it be it just be a conversation. Yo, man. So we ain't even gonna go. It's just going to be, yo, this was part one. Indeed. And, and this is Mav and Zaz, and we'll be back for part two, man. Just Peace. Peace.